Hi, this is Dr. John Day with the Get Your Life Back in Rhythm with cardiologist Dr. John Day podcast. This is podcast episode number 317. Can you exercise with AFib? Why did I come up with this topic? This is a topic that I'm asked every day in clinic. People want to know, is it safe to exercise even though your heart rate's going so fast? So we all know that exercise is good for you. But does that still hold true if you're in AFib? Um, or if you or a loved one has atrial fibrillation, you wanna be healthy, you wanna be active, then this is the podcast for you. So first question, can exercise cause atrial fibrillation? Most of my patients are shocked to learn that people who run marathons, competitively cycle, or do Ironman triathlons, are five times, that's five times, more likely to develop AFib. What is particularly perplexing, however, is that studies have not tended to show higher rates of arrhythmias in athletes who participate in other strenuous forms of exercise, such as boxing, wrestling, and weightlifting. There is something particular about endurance sports that increases the risk of atrial fibrillation. One exception to this may be football, and this is the American style of football. Among former NFL athletes, the risk of AFib is six times higher. So six times higher with these former NFL football players. Although this may be due to the performance enhancing substances or the weight these athletes put on to compete at a professional level. Also, it bears noting that while aggressively competing in endurance sports might put you at a greater risk of atrial fibrillation, participation in these activities certainly does not guarantee you'll get AFib. It is reassuring to note that non-competitive recreational participation in endurance sports, so say that marathon or triathlon that you've always wanted to do, these types of activities, if you're non-competitive, you're just a recreational athlete, then it doesn't seem to put you at risk of atrial fibrillation. I have found over the years that almost all of my athletes with AFib have opted for an early ablation. Why is that? Well, they simply can't or don't want to exercise with the usual cocktail of atrial fibrillation drugs that are prescribed. And you know, these are the medications that slow your heart down. So they feel like there's a governor on their heart, they can't get their heart rate up. Or these meds make them tired, so they don't wanna exercise. Or they're on blood thinners, and so they're afraid to go skiing or mountain biking or doing something like that um, which might put them at risk uh, if there was any trauma with their exercise. And fortunately for athletes, we typically get excellent results. In fact, studies show, there was a study from the Cleveland Clinic just recently published that showed in athletes, so these are people who are at the very highest levels of physical fitness, they saw a three-fold higher chance of a successful ablation with their athletes. So if you want to triple the chance of your ablation working, become a well-trained machine, at least according to this Cleveland Clinic study. So let's go to the next question. Can not exercising cause AFib? So we've talked about if you push yourself to extreme, extreme, extreme levels, you're at risk for AFib. And once again, those are 
competitive athletes. Those are people regularly doing endurance sports and they're trying for the top time slots. For those patients, yes, we do see AFib, a five-fold increased risk of AFib. But what about the flip side? What about the couch potato? The, the person who does not exercise at all. Regular exercise in general isn't risky at all. In fact, 99.9% .9 of my patients, for this group of patients, it's exceptionally protective. To put things into perspective, for every thousand patients I see with atrial fibrillation, perhaps one may be at risk due to overexercising. The biggest problem by far is that most patients, most of my patients anyway, aren't exercising enough. There is a far greater risk to not exercising than exercising too much. People who live sedentary lifestyles are at significant risk of atrial fibrillation, not to mention all of the other health consequences of not getting enough exercise. Indeed, one study showed that not exercising at all increased your risk of AFib by more than four times. So if you are an elite, elite, elite athlete, say like you're competing in the Tour de France, your risk of AFib is five times higher, but you're also gonna live a lot longer. So if you decided to stop exercising, you would lose that longevity boost, um, but your AFib risk would also still be high. Those people who don't exercise are four times more likely to go into AFib. So the sweet spot is right in the center moderate levels of daily exercise. Now, a big problem for many of my AFib patients is that they want to exercise, but either the AFib or all the medications they're on make them so tired that they simply can't exercise. And for these people who can't exercise with AFib, we typically end up treating them with an ablation as well, as the health benefits of exercising are too great to ignore. Next question. How high can your heart rate go when exercising in AFib? As exercise drives the heart rate up, how high can you let your heart rate go when exercising in AFib? Because for most of my patients, when they go into AFib, that also jacks their heart rate up high. For the vast majority of my patients, they are perfectly okay driving their heart rates up to their maximally predicted heart rate. And your maximally predicted heart rate is 220 minus your age. So let's say you're listening to this podcast and you're 40 years old. I would expect you to be able to hit a heart rate of 180 with high levels of exercise. Of course, if you get a little chest discomfort, shortness of breath with exercise, then you need to notify your cardiologist immediately as your life could be at risk. Next question, how hard can you push your heart with exercise and AFib? Well, I don't have AFib. I love to run long distances every day that I can. And the thought of whether or not I'm putting my heart at risk for AFib has certainly crossed my mind on many of these long runs. If you love endurance sports, it is perfectly fine to participate as long as your cardiologist is in agreement and your heart feels great during exercise. So listen to your body. And if you want to be safe running that marathon, try slowing your running pace. Indeed, among my, what I like to call them, plodder patients, those who just plod, or those who exercise at very slow, non-competitive speeds, I rarely see AFib episodes. So as we wrap up this podcast, let me give you my three thoughts on exercise and AFib. Number one, 
The health benefits that come from exercise are too great to ignore. Everyone should exercise every day. If AFib gets in the way of your exercise, then you need to get it treated immediately. Number two, ultra endurance athletic competitions are problematic for my AFib patients. And in general, the only way my ultra endurance athletes can get around this is by getting their AFib fixed with an ablation. Number three, my non-exercising patients are also at very high risk for AFib. Regular, daily, moderate levels of exercise are incredibly protective against AFib. So there you have it. That is hopefully more than you wanted to hear. Well, actually, maybe it's not hopefully more than you wanted to hear, but just the right amount of answering the question, can you exercise with AFib? I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast as I try to optimize for normal sinus rhythm and longevity. If you liked it, please, sure, please be sure to leave us a rating on whatever podcast platform that you listen to. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell the world, and until next time, keep living better. Okay.